Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hi there, you're listening to Following On. It took India just 20 minutes after the lunch break to clean up England and win the second Test match by a massive margin, 317 runs, and therefore the series is now level at one all. I'm Mark Nicholas. I'll be joined by Darren Goff, Matt Pryor and Gareth Batty, all former England internationals, of course, to review the action because England were bowled out for 164 today. We'll discuss all the talking points from what has been a fascinating test match but we'll start off with uh, the England captain Joe Root I interviewed him almost immediately after play finished Hi Mark how are you I'm well very good thank you um, a, a very difficult match for you obviously how would you sum it up yeah it was um, I think looking at back at it right now I'd say it's been a, a great education for our batters in particular uh, our spinners as well on what, what it can be like playing in this part of the world. Um, I think that there's certain areas that we can get better at um, and we have to learn lessons from the way that they played on that surface. Um, the, the toss was an important one, uh, but it didn't determine, I don't think it determined the game. I think that you know, if we'd have won a toss about first, we weren't guaranteed to go on and win, but you know, credit to India, they've outplayed us you know, heavily this week. We've, we've got to learn from, from the performance, um, but re- Know, remember that we're one all in this series mm. with the day night game round the corner, and you know, we've, we've played some very good cricket away from home in the recent past. So, I think we've just got to stay level, um, keep looking to get better, as I mentioned last week, uh, and understand that you know, on the in these conditions, uh, we've, we're going to have to keep trying to find a way mm. of, of managing our own games and finding ways of scoring runs, building big partnerships, just as they did throughout the test match. Well, that's a very honest appraisal and very much as uh, Goffey just said, he thought we'd hear from you. Uh, if you were, you know, winding back the clock, would you agree that the first day was probably the one that cost you the most in that India got more than perhaps they ought to have done on that pitch? 
yeah, I think we, we would have liked to bowl slightly better. Um, I, I think that, of course, that was when the wicket was at its best, but we didn't quite manage to squeeze the game as well as we would have liked and as we probably have done um, in other test matches in the recent past. So it's something that we, we say that's what we want to do. We want to try and find ways of building pressure. And one of those ways is um, by, you know, by bowling six balls at one batter, build, building pressure through maidens. Mm. Um, and we just didn't quite manage to do that. So, that, as I said, that's a, a great learner for us ahead of, of the rest of this series yes. and something that I think that we can get right in the, in the near future. This is a difficult question to ask and, and maybe not an easy one to answer. And it's by no means an accusation. But clearly, having to follow the idea of rotation, driven mainly by um, quarantine and bubbles and, and the life you're now leading, it's not ideal to go into a test a with out perhaps your first choice team and also with somebody like moen ali such a key figure an off spinner in a match like this having not played any cricket uh, you know there's a lot of sympathy for that yeah it's it's a difficult time to in that respect um but it's it's that we've got to manage the best we can and i think we are doing that you look at the side that we've put out and of course, whenever you lose, you'll look at every every reason for, for that. And one of them will always be selection, the 11 guys on the field. But there's no question that they're an extremely talented bunch of players. Um, you know, I'm sure there'll be questions about Jimmy resting, but, you know, replacing him with the number two bowler in the world um, in Stuart Broad, mm. who's, you know, fabulous. And, and on a wicket you know, this week in particular, where Steam really didn't play a part throughout the whole test match. So um, you can look at different things around around that and rest and rotation and quarantines but it's very tricky guys are spending long periods away from long periods of time away from home they need breaks they need to be able to go and see their families and be fresh and ready to go and um, the lads have prepared as well as they can you know coming into this yeah. game we tried to make the most of those practice days in a back-to-back game um and you know the the fact of the matter is that we've been outplayed in all three departments wow. this week on a wicket which, which is spun, which is very foreign to an inexperienced batting lineup, uh, And we have to take that on the chin. Um, but one thing we've done really well and why we've had success abroad of late is we've got a group that are very quick learners and they'll take things, you know, take things in and they'll add it to the games. And we've got a period now going into this pink ball game to you know, have some honest discussions with ourselves as a group and look at, right, how are we going to manage things? Um, you know, we're a very level sort of dressing room and it's important that we take that that forward. Yeah. Um, we, we, so uh, we, we won't beat ourselves up too much. We won't get ahead of ourselves. Um, we certainly did it last week when um, when we, we played as well as we did. Uh, but we, we you know we'll, we'll come back and we'll we'll be we'll be fighting really hard for the rest of the series. And we can. I, it doesn't need to be a long answer. We can take it for granted there'll be a couple of changes uh, in the side for the next test, primarily because that's the plan. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure there will be changes, but you know, there is to be had over this this little break now. Okay, and lastly, I think you got the original unplayable ball today. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it was the kind of wicket where that if if one had your name on it, you just had to accept it. And um, I'm not sure how else, would have, apart from trying to maybe uh, reverse swag sweep it, I don't know how you try and manage that. Um, Brilliant, Joe. It's a, as ever a pleasure to talk to you. You're one all in the series with two to play and still very much a chance of taking it if you play good cricket. So thank you very much for your honesty and your time. Much appreciated. Cheers, Mark. Cheers, guys. <laughs> He's good, isn't he? Absolutely. Um, uh, good interview, that, uh, Mark. Absolutely. Uh, he's, he's spot on. Um, they've been totally outplayed, and I think he accepted that. 
he knows there's going to be difficulties from this team playing against spin. Um, I think the way they played it in the second innings, um, there'll be question marks. I mean, you talk about sweeping and, and, and sweeping a, a, a tall left armour where there's uneven bounce in the pitch and a lot of turn. I think quite a few batsmen have been dismissed in this innings. Try to play the sweep shot. We, we discussed it before start of play. And building partnership uh, is the key to having success um, in on Indian soil. And I think if you look at the first test, we got partnerships, we got someone got a big score. Uh, and that's why we won the game. Uh, this game, we had no real partnerships throughout the game, and that's why we lost. It's simple. But don't be too down, eh? Because it's it's one-one, two to play. Matt, I thought you were going to speak. Go for it. Yes, I was. Um, I I want to stress the point again that Goffey's just made, and and you, Mark, how impressive that interview was from Joe Root. I just thought that was, you know, you talk about we watch him bat, and we'll always talk about how you know scoring his runs and how great he is. But as a leader. That's what you want. As a, that England cricket team with young, inexperienced players, the captain, and as he said, we've got to remain very level. He didn't sound overly emotional about anything, but he was straight to the point. So he didn't hide behind any, you know, he said, yep, there are some players that are un- underprepared, but we're trying to manage that as best we can. Fair enough. You can't argue. You can't argue that. He said, we've been outplayed by India. Our batters have to learn how to adjust. He didn't blame the pitch. He didn't say that was terrible. He talked about day make, one, didn't he, Matt? He talked, he, he about, he talked day about day one. Day we, one. We, we should have bowled better. He admitted that. And you, you come away from it, you go, well, that's fair. That's fair enough. Open, honest, and that's an England captain. That's a leader right there, which I, I think is fantastic. You know what people will be wondering, um, Gareth. Oh, I hate saying this because I feel for the guys. Can England win this series with the current spin attack? Yes, uh, and I say that uh, so resoundingly because I think Moen Ali really showed in that second innings that he's getting that feel back uh, for the. The pace and the and the um, the moving think, up and down the gears. I that, think he's uh, going home. Well, we don't know that for definite. So I'm I'm clinging to that. I'm clinging that Moen is available. Um, we've not heard it from the England cap directly. I don't think have we. Um, I think there's been speculation in the press. Um, if Moen goes, wow, then it is going to be incredibly difficult because you're going to have Leach and and, and Bess and then a, an inexperienced spinner because it'd be one of the three lads. Um, who have been um, basically carried uh, around Sri Lanka and then the first two test matches in in India coming uh, potentially into the four. You're saying you'd play, play a third in Ahmedabad? Well, we don't know until we see the surface, but I would suggest that India now have a formula that they're very comfortable. Uh, they ain't gonna, I, w- I wouldn't have thought they'd be bringing uh, Anderson and Broad back into the game too, too much. Is it possible in a day-night game? I don't know, because there hasn't been much played in India, if any. So well, no, no, there have been, and surprisingly, a high percentage have been draws. Well, then, in, in that case, you suggest that maybe the big lads, Anderson and Broad, come to the fore and show their, the reason why they're uh, top, uh, top bowlers in the world and, and England's greatest ever. But um, I think if it becomes a similar surface to this, then I think it's, uh, it is potentially going to be very, very difficult. Well, it will be interesting now what they do with the pitches because, like I say, the pitch from ball one turned. Joe Root there talked about the toss not being that big a factor in the outcome of the game. Our, our performance on day one wasn't good enough. He's admitted that. And I think we have got a good spinner. I think Jack Leach has got better as the, the, the test matches have gone on. I don't think there's a problem there. He thought he bowled a real good pace um, in the second innings there for England. Moeen Ali is the key uh, for me. Uh, I agree totally with you. He, he can bat and we've seen there destructive. If he had more time in the game and they were chasing a decent total, he can win you a game. He's a match winner. And he bowls wicket-taking deliveries. And he bowled more bad balls 
this innings than I've ever seen him bowl in a game. And that's purely down for him not bowling any overs going into this test match. Just a little bit rusty, but I think spinners need to be bowling on the front foot. And by that, I mean, ideally you're winning the toss and, and you have a score on the board. If if England cannot score enough runs, that is going to be crucial to whether they can win this series. We're always going to look at the spin because we've seen Axar Patel and Ashwin uh, and, and uh, Yadav ball beautifully here, but they've had runs. They've had the pressure. They've had the momentum of the game. If spinners are bowling against the momentum, that is always incredibly tough. And that is where India have it over England because they're, they have a world-class spinner in Ashwin and they have probably fractionally more skill sets uh, that can transfer in their own conditions. I'm not for a second suggesting that our spinners are not good because they are. We won a test match in India and it was the first one mm -hmm. only a week ago. And, and, and we batted really well in that test match. So what we're going to do is go back to basics. And each batsman has got to be chatting now with a batting coach, which is Jonathan Trott, or with the assistant coach, uh, Graham Thorpe. Um, both similar in the way they went about playing spin. But they've got to have their individual plan. Uh, to play, and I thought in the first innings we saw without a doubt, but Ben Folks had a plan. We saw Ollie Pope definitely had a plan in that first innings. Very difficult if you're going to be going down to day four, day five, uh, when the ball is turning and spitting and bouncing to have any sort of, of technique. You, you need that little bit of luck, don't you, in the second innings? But I think you've got it right. That first innings, whether we're batting first or batting second, we have to score runs. Yeah, I think if, you, if you're constantly getting down to the situation we had today where you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, we're going to say, you get out playing a sweep. Oh, what's he doing sweeping? If you get out playing forward, we're going to say, oh, no, you can't just dig yourself a hole. You can't win uh, as a batsman in this situation. Whereas well, first innings you can, you have well, a better opportunity. But we'd lost the game, haven't we, going into today? I mean, there yep. was no one out there who thought we had any chance of winning, surely. But... As I said, it would have been nice if they would have took it a little bit deeper. Trying uh, The target for me at the start of the day would have been, listen, I know it's going to be hard work out there, guys, but if we can guts it out, just, let's just try and take them into the 50. It didn't happen because India bowled really, really well. And again, we, we played some poor shots today, didn't we? Um, pure shot, um, poor shot selection. But India spinners are an handful. Yeah. And we've seen today in these conditions, they are quality. Quality yeah. match. It's India's biggest win over England, um, 317 in terms of runs, I mean, here. And that same 317 is, is England's biggest win ever at Chennai. Uh, fifth biggest win ever in test matches in terms of the margin, again, and by runs. Um, after uh, uh, Delhi, Indore, Mahali, and then one against West Indies at North Sound, but 317 comes next. So it's a huge victory. Interestingly, Gareth, uh, this test had the second most stumpings um, of all test matches played uh, in, in India. Uh, five in this match is against six uh, when India played West Indies in Madras and also England in Madras, their first test win, which was in 1952. So um, a lot of things happening here. Virat Kohli now goes level with MS Dhoni. No, goes ahead of MS Dhoni now. Um, no, he goes level with MS Dhoni on 21 test match wins, uh, way ahead of Mohamed Azruddin and Surav Ganguly. And uh, it's England's uh, biggest defeat in Asia. So there's a, a lot happened there. Um, and... Uh, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, let's start right at the top of the order with guys you know so well. You've got, you know, Dom Sibley, 
um, Rory Burns, and then obviously Zach Crawley and Dan Lawrence as well. Would you be critical of Dan Lawrence's shot today, for example? It was an odd thing to suddenly charge Ashwin. He hadn't played the over before against Axa all that well. Was it a, a hint of desperation? No, I think he'd been relatively positive throughout his innings. And the fact he was trying to run offside of the ball, you would say from a technical point of view, that's the right thing to an off-spinner, get offside of the ball. And it was a bit freakish, really, the dismissal, because he nutmegged himself. Uh, generally, you'd just say, close your legs and, and get hit on the pad. It was going down the leg side. It was, it was just one of those strange things that we see happen when the ball is turning and plenty of noise around the bat. You just see that more freakish dismissal that is not the norm. Um, I think in a lot of ways he showed a lot of character to play the way that he did because it's it's actually quite gutsy to go out and be as positive as he was and particularly playing against the spin of the left arm spinner. I, I actually think it shows that, look, this is what I normally do and I'm going to continue to play in that manner. So in, in some ways, I think it's a bit of a tick in the box. Dan Lawrence, the unfortunate thing, if you think back though, he's been done by the experience of Ashwin in both innings. The first innings, he stopped the last ball before um, the break, in his run-up. And then he paused, went in, and got him out, caught back pad. Second innings, he had the chat with his keeper, Richard Pant. They knew it was a plan to him. He's run down, he's fell for it. You could see with the delivery and the way he was doing it. He was always going down there, and it's gone through him, and he's stumped. So he's been done by a very experienced cricketer. But as I said, every single day in life, you learn something. And he would have learned a lot um, from from playing in this test match in those conditions against a very, very good team. Absolutely. He faced 50 balls for nine, I think it was, in the first innings. He flipped that on its head for the second. He was more positive. He said, I'm not going to die in the hole. And unfortunately, I, I'm still putting it down as a freakish dismissal, this one. I think next time around, he'll look at that and say, I'm just going to kick it. I'm going to let All it right. hit me. Can't be out. I think Ashwin had a word with him last night as they left the field too and said, you, you won't be hitting any more straight sixes off me, buddy. <laughs> Joe Root came over and gave a bit of defence, I think, to to um, um, Lawrence. We'll come back to, I just want to, I'm going to come back to that same question, but a little earlier we talked about day-night matches in India. There have been 16 first-class day-night games, 14 have been, no, 18, sorry, and 14 have been draws in first-class cricket, but only one day-night test, and that was won comfortably by India against Bangladesh. Um, by an innings and 46 runs, but the wickets were taken by Seamers. Um, uh, 27 wickets in the match, 28 wickets wow. in the match, 27 taken by Seamers, only one by spin. So, you know, that, it's just worth reflecting on that. Um, but, can, okay, go on, you want to say something? But just quickly on that, is, but India's last uh, game, playing with a pink ball, Yes, it was in Australia, but they were all out for 36, Mark. Oh, they were, and they, they, they were in charge of that game, by the way, until the last innings, pulled out for 36. Mm -hmm. um, let's just come back to this. What would be your front three for the next test then? What would you do at this problem? There's, there's the three players I talked about who've played here. Then there's Crawley Fit and there's Besto back. The problem that you've got is you've, you've told Besto that he's resting. It's, uh, it's not a dropping issue. So he has to come into the team or else you are setting a precedent that um, you're never coming That's back. That's right, from. is it? You know that to be the case, he, that, that, that he's been told he will play the next test. No. What I'm saying is he was told to be resting, and that's why you're going home. He We're looking dropped. after you. He wasn't yeah. dropped. So he has to play. He'll play, 100%. Johnny Bairstow He's experienced. He's a good player of spin. Yeah, and by the way, he does, <laughs> he does sweep the ball well as yeah. well. So Johnny. he'll bat at three. That's great. He's that's going to bat at three. The, the problem they've got then is what do they do with the Burns situation? So um, Lawrence goes, Pope stays. 
Pope stays definitely. Right. Uh, Lawrence the goes, so then it's just two openers we've got to find out of three people. Well, it's Burns or Crawley. Um, that's what it comes down to. I mean, Sibley got, plays. Y- yeah, Sibley plays. Um, you've got to remember, he got 80-odd in that first innings um, and 70-odd in his second test in, in Sri Lanka. So I don't think it's a problem uh, for Sibley. Um, it's going to be a big tour for him going forward, Sibley, um, whether he plays in the summer. But I think Crawley... Wood um, or Burns is the biggest decision they're going to have to make um, because Burns, if you look at his scores in his last, what, six or seven test matches, he's not really, if he's got in, he's not cashed in um, and it's got to be a problem the way he keeps getting out as well, Bats. Yeah, I, I think you look at it that Crawley didn't get too many runs in, in Sri Lanka, so it's not like you've got somebody ready and waiting in the wings who's really adept in these conditions. I, I know from rumours around the camp and chat around the camp that... Uh, England had earmarked Burns for the next Ashes. They were saying this fellow's got the right sort of temperament and attitude to marry up and, and really go toe-to-toe with the Aussies. It's just allowing yourself that opportunity by, by time and test matches to, to get enough runs to stay there. So, look, there's arguments for both men. It's whether you want left and right at the top of the order. I don't know. It's whether you want to go with a younger man. It's whether you want to look at actual here-and-now form, which neither have particularly great numbers. Um, it's a real difficult conundrum for England. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including... England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies. In the culinary capital of the Caribbean, there truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. And it's only at the end of last summer that Zach Crawley made 260-odd in an England shirt, isn't it? Um, OK, so who else? Where else are we talking? I think we just have a moment on Ben Folkes because Bairstow comes back. He won't keep wicket in the next match, I don't think. I think Folkes will. And then there's a big question because Butler returns doesn't he? Um, oh, no, for the one day. So then, so folks in theory could keep the gloves for the rest of the series. Do you think that's what will happen, Matt? Surely. Surely he keeps wicket. I mean, if, if you're going to play the two of them, you play your best keeper keeps. And Ben Folks is the best keeper. He's shown that today. 
Um, he's earned the right. He's earned the right to keep... I understand all the rotation and everything else, but he's earned the right to keep the gloves. So I would expect him to keep the gloves for the next two And tests. going forward, what would you say when England go back to English conditions at the start of the English summer? Well, right right now, Butler comes in because, right. again, as, as Bats has just said, he's been isn't rotated, it odd, isn't rested. Isn't it odd to people that the, the argument about being the best wicketkeeper goes out of the window? It, yes, and that's why I don't think it's actually... I think that argument actually negates Folks' opportunity to play because you want your best player, your best batsman, wicketkeeper, wicketkeeper, batsman, whichever way you want to say it, you want your best player at seven who's going to score your hundreds and take every chance that comes his way. That's, that, that's it. So whether wicketkeeper, batsman, batsman wicketkeeper, doesn't matter. I think what Fawkes has to do if he really wants to start the summer, he has to play these next two test matches, which he will. Uh, Johnny will play as an out-and-out batsman. And he needs to, if he can somehow come and get an hundred or a big 80 in one of these next two tests, he puts his name in the hat. But I think Butler, the way he's kept in the last six or seven matches has been excellent. He's not made any mistakes uh, behind the stumps. We still want more from him, don't we, as a batsman? Because we all understand what a talented cricketer he is. And he frustrates us, like so many players have done in the past because of the talent he's got. But he hasn't made any mistakes behind the stumps, has he, uh, Josh Butler, of late? So... No, I, I think, and he, you know, he's improved. Uh, Butler, I don't think he was ever a terrible wicketkeeper, but he's certainly improved. The last test match he kept brilliantly. So I'm, I'm certainly not saying Butler should be dropped or anything like that. But with this rotation, with people being rested, it allows others to come in and show what they can do. And that's what Ben Folks, look, Ben Folks in the next two tests is going to have to play unbelievably. He's going to have to, but let's just say he goes 100-100. In the next two test matches. Well, then, he starts, yeah. Then, He'd have then, to start. Then yeah. you're asking, well, hold on a minute. You've got the form player. He's the one that's played the most recent test matches. Who's playing the first test of the summer in England? It, you know, you're opening up a, a discussion. But there's no argument how good a player Joss Butler is. That, that's not in question. What if it keeps carrying on like this, where Fawkes is stranded first innings, 40-odd and out playing very well, chanceless, and then gets out second innings because the game has gone? What if that continues for the next two games and he's been stranded and not allowed to get the hundreds? Are we saying, well... Is he, is he the guy that can get the score that we're asking? Or if he doesn't have the opportunity because the tail gets blown away in these sort of conditions? He's right. He's right, but this is what we say. We're having the same conversation now as we had in Sri Lanka. But there's three keepers, three guys who all can keep and all can bat. Uh, I think what Ben Folks has showed us, whether you thought that was a one-off, his 100 uh, in Sri Lanka, which was magnificent, by the way. We were all there working on that game. But I think realistically... I've been blown away by his talent as a batsman and his first-class record as a batsman. So, no longer am I going to say he's a wicketkeeper who can bat. He's actually someone who's in the team on merit because he's good enough to do both, right? And I think we, we have. We all get stuck on that. Oh, no, we've got to play a batsman who can keep or we've got to play a wicketkeeper who can bat a little bit. It's just a wicketkeeper in the side. Who's batting at seven? That, that's that's such a valid point, and I'll keep bleating on about it. But I hope Ben Folks thinks that way as well. I hope he doesn't think I'm a wicket keeper who bats. His mentality should be: I score Test hundreds at seven. I should be averaging forty-five. That's what. I, that's my target. I should be. I should be averaging forty-five to fifty batting at seven in Test matches for England, and of course, doing an outstanding job with the gloves. But don't mentally put yourself in a place where you're only going to play test matches in the subcontinent where wicketkeeping comes into it. And he's right, because Josh Butler, right, he's played 50 test matches. He's got 200s, right? We, we, we'd all expect a bit more than that, wouldn't we? Let's be honest about it. 
If Folksy goes and pops in another 100 in this next Test match, he's already into 200s and he's not played 10 Test. Well, he's not played five, has he? Yeah, well, uh, this is such an interesting discussion. Um, For me, funnily enough, it's totally the batting that sways sways it. I I think his wicket-keeping is good. I don't think it's ridiculously good and and I think that Butler's improved and I think folks can really bat. I think he has the the mind for test match innings in difficult conditions and that for me is a really strong argument for him if you combine the two gifts. Could he change your mind for the rest of this series if he goes well, and does I, a 500? I, I think he's a great glove man um, but I, I don't feel he's more likely to catch every ball or make everything work for him than than Butler necessarily is or Bairstow actually. I, I, I think Matt was a Fabulous club, but I mean, look. I, anyway, it's an interesting dis- dis- discussion. We we need to keep moving because we've we're only on air for another ten minutes. And uh, anyway, we need to hear from the Indian captain, um, Virat Kohli, uh, such an interesting guy on so many levels, such a fabulous player. And just a moment ago, he was chatting with the former uh, left-arm spinner from India, Murali Kartik. Virat, well done on the victory. Happy with everybody in here. Firstly, after such a long time, you've got crowd in as well. Yeah, look, it was. Um uh, a bit, a bit strange in the first game, to be honest. Playing at home uh, without, without the crowd uh, in the stands, things were a little flat in the first couple of days. To be very honest, um, uh, myself included, just didn't pick up the energy in the field. Um, but I think the second innings onwards in the first game, we, we, we picked up our game and, and we were on, on the money uh, in terms of our body language and what we wanted to do on the field. But this game, I think, crowd makes a massive difference. You know, when the, when the fans are behind you, obviously. Um, you push, you push more as a team, and um, uh, this game was an example of that grit and determination that we have shown as a side, um, and we continue to do that. And, and the fans' support, as you rightly mentioned, is a big, big part of that. Is that one of the reasons why you are exhorting and egging them on whilst you are fielding? Yeah, look, I mean, Chennai crowd, everyone knows they're a very, very uh, intelligent, intelligent crowd. You know, they they understand their, their cricket really well. So for me, it's uh, sometimes in moments of the game where a 15-20 minute period, which is important, where the bowler needs that support from the crowd, uh, it's my responsibility as a captain to, you know, involve everyone, bring everyone in. Because if I'm running into bowl in this heat, I want people to motivate me, and that motivation pushes you further to do special things. Yeah, dramatic turnaround. What a remarkable comeback! Losing by 227 runs—that's a mammoth loss—and then to win by 317 runs, you have to say it's a perfect game for India. It is indeed. Uh, I think our application with the bat was outstanding in this game. Um, the conditions were challenging uh, for both sides, but we showed uh, more application and grit and determination to battle it out. We didn't panic out there looking at the, the amount of turn and bounce on that pitch. We trusted our defence and, and we got into the game and we scored 600 runs total in, in two innings combined. So, yeah, look, if you put up that kind of a batting performance and you string in those important partnerships, then. Um, we know that our bowlers are going to do the job in home conditions. So yeah, it was it was a perfect uh, game for us. I asked you at the end of last game if the toss was crucial. Do you, after having won the toss, do you think it was still crucial in this game? I don't think on this pitch it would have, it would have mattered so much to be to be very honest with you, because if we looked at our uh, second innings on day three, we still ap- applied ourselves almost got 300 again. So we believed that we can get runs on that pitch, and uh, it wasn't. Unfair if the, if the toss went either way, you know, both teams had to apply themselves and that's what you want in test cricket. Whether you're playing on spin, uh, spinning tracks or you're playing on seeming tracks which have a lot of grass on it, both teams should be in the game from, from the first session onwards and that's, that's exactly with the case uh, on this pitch. Keeping from both sides was brilliant. Rishabh Pant was spectacular. A word on him? Yeah, look, he's, he's really worked hard in Australia and, and the difference 
uh, with, a, with a super skilled batsman like him, you won't really see the difference in batting, but when he moves uh, with the gloves, you can see that difference in his, uh, in his uh, you know, reactions and reflexes. He's worked physically on himself a lot in Australia. He's, he's shed a lot of uh, weight and he's become quicker on his feet. And it's showing, you know, the way he kept on this turn and, you know, this pitch with so much turn and bounce was um, a credit to him for working so hard. And we want him to keep improving as a keeper, uh, get stronger and stronger with his skill sets because uh, we, we understand how much value he brings to the team. Some of your top performers did perform, or the big players in the, in the, in the team, Rohit Sharma, Ajinkya Rahane, and of course, Ravi Chandran Ashwin, but Akshar Patel on debut, Pfeiffer. Yeah, look, it's a special, special moment for him. Um, we, we actually, he would have played the first game as well if he didn't have that niggle. Um, but yeah, he was very keen to step onto the field. And as a left-arm spinner, when you get that kind of a pitch, which is turning square, and, and he bowls very fast. So, you know, he was just all smiles. He couldn't wait to get the ball in his hand. And very, very happy for him. Hope he uh, builds it up from here on uh, and has a very, very strong uh, uh, couple of games going forward uh, so that he's always in the mix to play Test cricket for India. Personally for you, a cover drive early doors, and then you completely took that shot out when you bat batted in the second innings. A very different game plan against the spinners too. It was indeed. I mean, um, I, I've, I've taken a lot of pride in improving myself very quickly, um, correcting mistakes, which probably I haven't done in the past. Um, on a few occasions, I've been rigid, but now for me, if I make an error, I make sure that in the very next innings, I iron it out because. I understand that I need to be batting out there in the middle as much as possible and that partnership with Ashwin was very, very important for us, almost 100 runs. I think he batted outstandingly well. Um, but yeah, I just decided in the second half that I'm not going to go after the runs so much, uh, not go ahead of the game. I'm going to trust my defence. I can bat four sessions on this pitch, no problem at all. And I'm going to trust my defence to get me out of trouble. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, um, we know that I talk a lot about how animated he is. You're very strong character and he played well I thought he spoke well about the performance and there's no doubt he's a formidable opponent he pointed out how fired up he was by the crowd and he admitted that he was a little slow off the mark in the series without a crowd in in, in the first test but interesting stuff we've just heard that the man of the match was given to uh, Ravi Chandran Ashwin um, I, I still think it was Rohit Sharma's performance that effectively won the match but anyway um, Let's talk about Virat Kohli, guys, because uh, um, he provides a, an almighty obstacle for any opponent. But at home in India, now riding on the back of a wave of a victory of a 317, he, uh, going, he's the most successful captain ever on home soil, a margin of 317 victory. Um, you know, he orchestrates the crowd. I mean, you know, you've played against some tough opponents. He'd be up there now, wouldn't he, with them? Certainly would be. He doesn't back down, that is for sure. Um, if anything, he, he always just looking for, to take a stride forward, isn't he? Was he on the edge a bit, do you think? Oh, comfortably. Yeah. yeah. Too yeah. much so? Um, personally, I, d I didn't think it was right when he was going up to the umpires yesterday and sort of getting in their faces. And there, there's, there's, there's a way of uh, you can ask a question. I think that's, that's per perfectly reasonable. I think the captain can go up to an umpire and say, how did you see that? But it's the way he did it, I think, was was. Well, I think it was probably over the line. He probably crossed it, didn't he? Um, and and he, he has a tendency to do that. But that's what you get with players that skirt, skirt that line. And, and, you know, he is hugely competitive. He's got a huge amount of belief, of course he has, in himself and in his team. Um, and and that's, that's what you expect from a performer like Virat Kohli. But, you know, first and foremost, with his um, p performance, as he's just said there, he changed his game. He, he realised that actually going after the runs 
wasn't going to be easy on this surface. Did he back it? And the, the crucial bit here was uh, he backed his defense. He backed his defense on that surface against the spinners and he could bat four sessions. I wonder how many England players could say that, could say, actually, I'm not going to attack. I'm going to sit in. I'm going to back my defense and bat for four sessions. Don't know. No, very good. Um, where do you put R. Ashwin in the Pantheon? He's right up there, isn't he? I think he's a wonderful bowler. And he he bowls beautifully to the conditions. He he almost tried to not spin the ball as often as all the other spinners in the game. He was quite happy to challenge the right-handers on the outside edge of the bat and let the pitch do all the work for him. He just knew that he had to bowl enough balls in a good area, change his flight a little bit, change his angle a little bit, and then every now and again he'd just show them, don't worry about me, I can spin the ball. I'm going to challenge you in at short leg and leg slip. I'm just holding you, you're, I, I'm pushing you down the road that I want you to go down. You're not dictating terms to me, I'm dictating to you. And um, and then, it, oh, I mean, to top it all off, he chips in with the bat and gets 100. I just think he's, um, he's, he's as close to the completest cricketer you're going to find in these conditions. OK, let's start summing things up because we're running to the end of our coverage with the news that uh, England have been beaten by 317 runs, a, a thorough performance for, from India today. The bowling was as we thought, the pitch was wicked and in the end England simply weren't up to it. Joe Root admitted as much. He gave a superb interview, staying calm and looking forward to the fact... Gentlemen, Goffey first. It's one all in the series. England aren't behind. Exactly. It's one all. Uh, totally outplayed from ball one, uh, England, in this test match. But England were dominant in that first test match. That's the huge positive they take forward. Yes, it's going to frustrate people with the rotation. It frustrates us as cricket fans as well and commentators. But the, frus the frustration of rotating your best team when you're playing against one of the best teams in the world. But listen, they've come up against an Indian team that hit their straps this test match. Uh, they had players that showed indi individual brilliance, whether it be Sharma, Rahane, whether it be Ashwin, whether it be Patel, whether it be Virat Kohli, and we didn't have enough. We didn't put partnerships together, and that's the reason we lost the game. Last thought from you, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. No panic needed. Um, you've got some formidable England players coming back into the team for the next test match. And the other thing, Amnibad... Day-night match, pink ball, that plays a bit more into England's hands. You won't see it, I don't think, spinning quite as much as this. So England get back in the game just through that point, I think. All right, yep. thank you. Two teams played on the front foot and won. Which team can play on the back foot and come through to get a victory is going to be the team that wins the series. OK, uh, Goffey, before you go, uh, deep in your soul, can England do this? Yeah, because they won the first test match. It's going to be very, very difficult. You've got to be a special team to go to India and win. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're, they're fantastic on home soil. You'll only have to look at Coley's record. But Jimmy Anderson comes back. and We could have number two and three ranked bowlers in the world playing the next test match. Archer as well. Uh, we've got spinners. Hopefully, if Moeen Ali's there, he comes in. He's bowled a few more overs. Jack Leach has got better as the series gone on. But we just need someone to get the runs. We've got Joe Root in there. We need someone with Joe Root to stand up and get the runs alongside him. We said that at the start of the series. We need two batsmen to get 500 runs. All right. Thank you very much. Fascinating to listen to you all. Thanks to our great team, to uh, Andrew McKenna and Neil Manthorpe, uh, to Jared Kimber, to Matt, to Goffey, to Gareth, to uh, Johnny Norman, and also, we must say, to Ollie, Scott, Jake, 
and JJ behind the scenes, a tremendous team bringing you coverage on TalkSport 2 mainly, occasionally on TalkSport, of this, the second test match between India and England. This was played in Chennai, as with the first. It's, it's won all after two intense battles, remarkable margins of victory, England by 277 and now India by 317. What on earth will Ahmedabad bring us? Well, find out with us here on the TalkSport 2. In the meantime, we shall have a listen to the way India marched to victory today. Thanks for being with us. Lawrence it is, 26 not out. He's using his feet. Ashford's finally oh. down the left side. And Lawrence will be stumped by about half a yard. Come on then, Mackie, you're the, you're the wicketkeeper. What about that stumping? We have seen some works of art in this match. I would happily have photos of those on my wall at home if my wife would let me. Yeah. And is that out or not? Is that out? It is out. Yes, given out by Virendra Sharma. Stokesy does not think he's hit that ball, does he? Or is he walking off because he's walking off because he has hit it? He's almost like a root. You know, he, he goes into a net and he's got something he's working on. He's, he's striving to be the best. This one, he swept it to the leg side. Is it out to mid-wicket? It is. And Ichan Sharma takes the catch. And Ollie Pope's innings is over. <laughs> it's just say we've done a job on him there, haven't we? Ollie Pope looks so good. Tell us about him, perhaps. <laughs> Top edge. Remember a couple of days ago when uh, Jared Kimber called Axar Patel a sugar-free Ravi Jadeja? There is no problem with saying you are not as good as one of the best players in the world. Kimber, I've watched very you similar. play cricket and I'm astonished <laughs> by the level of disrespect you give international cricketers. Folks on strike again as plays um, a sweep shot to a full ball and it's caught up mid-wicket and folks has gone. And England, 116 for seven. Oh my goodness me, that's an enormous spinner. Oh, and it's out. It's an incredible bit of bowling. Joe Root has played forward to a truly unplayable delivery. And he goes to sweep and they appeal and he's given him out. Aksha Patel has another wicket, his fifth. A five-wicket haul on debut for India. Down comes Mohan Ali and it just nails it into the crowd. Down he comes again and there he goes again. Another one. <laughs> this is absolutely breathtaking. I mean, Mohan Ali. Four just in there. Now Mohan Ali sweeps him over mid-wicket for six. This is astonishing stroke play. Cool deep in for the 18th ball of Mohan Innings. He's come down the pitch. He's missed it. He's stumped. It's game over. Mohan Ali shakes hands with Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli and Ajinka Rahane and the game is done. India win by 317 runs. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe, 
for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 